0: Hey, welcome to Annotated ELA, a podcast for ELA teachers looking for ways to engage and motivate your students to be better readers, writers, communicators, and people. I'm your host, Melissa, a classroom teacher with 20 years experience in middle school. Join me right here each week for practical tips, stories, inspiration, and actionable strategies to use in your classroom, and some laughs. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Annotated ELA. Are you looking for activities that will help engage students in a meaningful and productive way any time of the year, but especially when we've got those few weeks between breaks? If you're in the States today, we are exploring explore boards, escape rooms, and choice boards. And while I'm sure that you've heard of all of them and probably tried them, I think sometimes we can get in a rut. I know I have with choice boards. So let's talk about some ways that we can use these with our students to keep them engaged, put all of the work and the learning on them, and help us cruise through a unit. First up are explore boards. Explore boards are visual displays or interactive stations where students explore and engage with different topics or learning materials independently. These boards often contain information, resources, activities related to a particular subject or theme and students can explore one station or square on the board or explore multiple squares but set a time limit and a purpose for the exploration. Generally, this can be done digitally but each square on the explore board could be set up as stations and it could be where students go to each station. I generally set them up as a 3x3 grid And I give students 10, 15, or 20 minutes to explore one square or multiple squares in that time given, and they craft questions that they have after viewing and exploring whichever squares they have chosen. But teachers can create explore boards in any way for anything. Here are some examples of what could be done for the ELA classroom. Explore boards can be used to engage students with literary elements, building background knowledge, writing techniques, author or genre studies. There are so many ways that explore boards could be used. Some specific examples might include a literary elements board where you create squares for different literary elements like plot, setting, character development, symbolism, theme. You get the point. Students could move around the board analyzing excerpts from literature or visual representations related to each of the elements. For example, At the character development block on the board, students might examine character profiles or quotes from a novel or a text that you've been reading and discuss how characters evolve or craft questions for their classmates to discuss later. Another example is to build background before reading. Students can explore the setting of a novel, the location, the time period, the styles of dress, the slang or the language used, the author, the characters, and so on, to build background before a novel study or even before a unit of study. Broader topics for explore boards could include a genre explore board, where there are stations or squares set up representing various literary genres, for example, mystery, fantasy, poetry, and each square can have book recommendations, excerpts, or interactive activities related to that genre. Discuss elements unique to each genre, or even create posters or presentations or quick videos on each genre to present to their classmates after exploring the Explore Board. Another way to use an Explore Board could be an author's showcase board where you dedicate sections to prominent authors or the author that you're getting ready to read. And you could include biographical information, excerpts from their works, discussion prompts on themes or writing styles. So, for instance, A square on Shakespeare might feature excerpts from his plays, along with tasks that help students interpret the language and even analyze the impact that Shakespeare had on literature. Either way, explore boards encourage independent learning, and it allows students to explore topics while providing a structured way to do so. Second are escape rooms. An escape room is a physical or digital game where players or students solve puzzles, riddles, or challenges within a set time frame to quote unquote escape and reach a specific goal. Escape rooms can be aligned with standards, curriculum, units of study, very similar to explore boards, but students are solving puzzles. Some examples of escape rooms could include a literary analysis escape room where the escape room is created with puzzles or tasks related to a specific novel or literary period. So for instance, use clues hidden within quotes or passages that students must analyze to move forward. Puzzles could involve identifying literary devices or deciphering coded messages or even arranging plot points in chronological order. A vocabulary escape room could be created designing puzzles around vocabulary acquisition. So students could solve word puzzles, determine context clues, or synonym-antonym challenges to unlock clues. These puzzles can be related to vocabulary from the current reading, from a unit of study, or just vocabulary words that students need to have to be successful. Finally, there could be a grammar or writing escape room. Where puzzles are crafted or challenges are created that focus on grammar rules, sentence structure, or writing techniques, students might have to correct sentences, identify errors, or rearrange sentences to form coherent paragraphs. Again, escape rooms, the only limit is our imagination. Escape rooms can be created for anything. Finally, our choice boards. Choice boards are visual organizers that offer students a variety of activities or assignments to choose from based on their interests, learning style, or skill level. They provide students with autonomy and the opportunity to select tasks that suit their preferences. I use choice boards at the end of a novel study, but there are so many ways to use choice boards. I just really like to use them as a reading response choice because it includes many standards and skills if I do it at the end of a novel, because not only is it asking students to be able to read and comprehend, but to write, plan, speak, and listen, and here are some ways or some activities that I have included on choice boards. I like to offer options like writing a book review, pretty standard choice, but it's a challenge for a lot of students creating a visual representation, whether it be a poster or some sort of infographic of the book's main themes or topics, recording a podcast where they discuss a character's development or even interview a character. They could even record a podcast with an alternate ending or just write the alternate ending. I like to include chances just for writing, where students might compose a poem written by one of the characters or written to one of the characters, maybe creating dialogue between characters, or even developing some sort of argumentative or persuasive writing on something that could be changed in the novel, or they compare and contrast the novel and the movie and writing some sort of persuasive letter on what could have been better. I also like to include literary analysis choices, where students might compare and contrast, as just discussed, but they might pick another piece of literature to compare to what we just read, analyzing specific literary devices across what we just read, creating a timeline of events in the novel, or even conducting an in-depth character study. Some final options are to create a movie trailer for the novel, or just a regular PowerPoint presentation I don't know about you, but my middle schoolers love to pick PowerPoint presentation until they see all of the work that I have them putting into it, because you better believe that they think they're going to get away pretty easy with the PowerPoint or Google slide presentation, but I make sure it involves just about all of the literary elements necessary to make it worth their while to try and be more creative, or at least to make this presentation more creative, whatever is chosen. Implementing these strategies, enhance student engagement, promote critical thinking, and cater to diverse learning preferences. Not to mention, I don't have to grade 104 essays. It's so much more fun and exciting to have my students get up and present or turn in these activities, and by the way, I love to have them present them because I can grade them while they're being presented, which saves hours of grading time not everything has to be written. This requires them to write and think and plan all of the things I want them to do. And yes, do I make them map up what they're doing? Absolutely. Am I conferencing with them if they're working in groups or individually? Absolutely. But the end product doesn't require me sitting down and grading a bunch of essays that I don't really want to read. So let's recap. Keeping students engaged with explore boards, escape rooms, and choice boards are going to save your sanity. Trust me. I hope this was helpful. As always, I appreciate you being here. It means the world to me that you show up and listen. If this episode was helpful to you, it might be for others. Help me spread the word. Help others find this podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode, add it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at ELA. And until next time, friends, remember, the magic is in the process. Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to today's episode. For more support with all things ELA, visit my free resource page on my website at annotatedela.com. Until next time, friends, remember, the magic is in the process.